Excuse me. Can I quit this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I told Eddie Murphy to stay in college so he'd have something to fall back on. I did great advice. Jackie, how about the lighter side of history? The lighter side. I got some laughing at my joke. Okay. I know a lot of things and I share them on the podcast and you don't care. What are we talking about? I can't get a word in edgewise (laughs) on this show. I mean, it's. Here's how we sell it. Okay. All right, here we are, Stand Up Memories, with the one and only Jackie Martling is me, and I'm Peter Bales. And we've been on so many stages, and so many things have happened that you can't plan. I want to tell you a story. I got hired for my biggest show ever. Now, people make $500,000, people make $2 million, but I got a gig for $45,000. $45,000? Which was not a little bit more than I got paid. It was like ridiculous. And it was for a guy in Boston for New Year's Eve. I didn't ask any questions, of course. And I show up for this gig, and it's six or seven big round tables, like in a ballroom. There's no backstage of any kind, so I had to be in the back and walk in from there. No opening act, no nothing. I don't think I was even introduced. I think he just said, all right, go on. And I walk through this, I don't know how many people, there wasn't many. And even the tables weren't packed, you know, like eight with this table and six at this table. I go up and it's like a riser, like a high school chorus uses a riser about this tall that was a little wobbly. The microphone (laughs) was a little wobbly. And I go up and I start doing my act and was intermittent. So as I was, jokes, the mic going on and off. (laughs) And I was like, wow. And I looked down and they were scary people. And I'm like, holy mackerel. So I'm trying to, when the microphone went out, I'm trying to cover my bases. And then even when it wasn't going out, you're waiting for it to go out. You know what I mean? Like as you're talking, you're, you're, is, when is it going to stop? And I, I have no idea how I got through, I don't know, was it half an hour or 40 minutes? It was horrendous. And the microphone rattled and the sound system was bad. I mean, the little they could hear. I, I, I can't even tell you the hell I was in. And I got done. They love me. They love me. They couldn't have been more happy, and I got $45,000, and I walked out of there like, what happened? It was Bill Blumenreich. You know that guy from, <laughs> from co- the Comedy Works in Boston? I can see you walking out of there and going, can I get cab fare for the airport? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not taking that but out I, of my $45,000. I'm waiting to get a bullet in the back, but they, wow. they you know, I, I don't even know if they were paying attention. There was obviously people that that money was yeah. chump change. Yeah, then. absolutely. Let me and knowing him, he might have made 45 grand himself. For the <laughs> <game>. <laughs> Let me tell you this one, and I deserved it. I'm in my 20s still. 
I have a chip on my shoulder. I'm not especially great as a comic, but I'm on at the improv, the original improv, 44th and 9th. I'm on stage, and there I am, and I'm comfortable enough to do my material and You're work. Cool. You're I'm cool. cool. I am cool. And I'm working the crowd, and I say to the guy down front, so what do you do for a living? And he looks at me and he goes, I'm Darth Vader. That was his answer. I'm Darth Vader. And I said, yeah, you belong in a mental institution. What kind of people do we get? 44th and 9th, can you believe who walks in here? And I started making fun of him. He stands up, and he's enormously tall. And he walks up on stage, and he takes out his wallet and takes out a card and hands it to me. And I read it, and it's David Prowse. He is the actor who played Darth Vader. Not the voice, that's James Earl Jones, but he was the actor who was in the costume in the Star Wars movie. <laughs> he was Darth Vader, Jackie. Did, he they, was, did the people go nuts? Oh, the people went nuts. I looked like an idiot, but I deserved it. And I played, you know, it's, it's self-deprecating. I made fun of myself for being such an idiot. And he went on one of the morning shows the next day and told that story. <laughs> Not using my name, but the poor, pathetic comic at the Improv last night That's who asked me what I did for a living. Oh, that is such a keeper. Oh, <coughs> you know the classic, the classic heckle with Don Rickles? No, what's that? Uh, some lady was heckling him in Las Vegas or Atlantic City, a big, huge crowd. And he's finally got fed up and said, Lady, how much you charge to haunt a house? And she yelled, how many rooms? <laughs> And he was dumbfounded. He said, you win. You know, you win, lady. I, I, I don't know if that's apocryphal or whether that really happened, but that is a great, great story. You know? I love to work the crowd, and I, um, I love to host. There are very few comics who know how to do that and like doing it, but and there are, are some. you are very good at that. And I like to say the obvious question, what do you do for a living? And some of the answers I've gotten are so funny, I turn them into material. Uh, one time, right down front of the Borgata, there was a couple married, and I'm not making this up, 73 years. Married 73 years, and they were in great shape, and they were, they were laughing and having a fun time. And the old guy goes, you want to know our secret? And I go, yeah, what's your secret? He goes, I live upstairs, she lives downstairs. <laughs> That's <laughs> and the place exploded, <laughs> you know? And, and one time I said to a, a, a rather well-dressed woman right down front, what do you do for a living? She looked at me and seriously answered, I shop and I bitch. <laughs> and without missing a beat, her husband's sitting there and he goes, yeah, and she's got really long hours. <laughs> that was your and I, I turned that, turn that into, into material. You know, I, I, I love it. I mean, it's you, you can't write that stuff. It has to be real. This uh, has nothing to do with anything, but I had a gig working at a place called The Granite, which was one of the Catskill hotels, and it was for a police convention. And I'm up on stage, and there's very few women there, you know, and a few women that were. And I look down, and right in the front row, the girl is servicing one of the guys. I mean, she's servicing him while I'm watching. It, I, well, I'm like, doesn't anybody notice what's going on? I mean, that's kind of, how do you keep you cool? You know, I got, you know, you, 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 one of those things where you 
You don't see it, you know? Oh, unbelievable. Is anybody amazed who is watching or listening to our podcast that the one and only Jackie the Joke Man Martling used the term servicing? Well, I don't know what I can say. <laughs> I, I think I made yeah, it you're, pretty clear. You're cla it's very clear what you're saying. When I went to with Rodney uh, Dangerfield to Atlantic City, I, I mean to Las Vegas, it was my job to yell what his good friend Joe Ansis would yell when he did his shows at Dangerfield. Like in the middle of his act, at some point of his act, it was my job to, to heckle him. And and he had his comeback line, and it was so funny because the little old ladies in the crowd would think that you're heckling Rodney Dangerfield, where he really wasn't. Yeah. But in the middle of his act, they say, so what do you do for a living? And you go, I get guys for your sister. <laughs> Which was, just made him look like lightning fast. Oh, you know? yeah, and absolutely. It, oh, it, was just, it was just it just brutal, just wonderful. You know. One time I said to a guy, what do you do for a living? And he said, I work on the railroad. And somehow I came up with this. <laughs> I said, really, what are your hours? All the live long day? <laughs> Why do you do it? Just to pass the time away? Are you married to a woman named Dinah? You know, and the place explodes. And it really was an ad lib once. But now, about once a year, somebody will say, I work on the railroad. Right, and, and there and it is. There, there it is. And, they, and I look like a genius because it looks like I'm coming up with it for the first time. I'm scared I told you this before, but I was hosting Governors. Coming up on the 40th anniversary of Governors, September 25th. I can't believe 40 years ago I started the shows there. <clears throat> and you know, like, I'm playing Stump the Comedian or Stump the Joke Man or whatever, I'm talking to the audience, and I say, what is your name, sir? And he said, J. And I said, second letter? And the place went nuts, because it was just so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> 10 years, 15 years later, I'm hosting at Governor's, and I say to somebody, what's your name? And he says, J. And I say, second letter? And I turned to the audience, I said, somebody said that 10 or 15 years ago. And I, I've been holding that line at bay, <laughs> waiting to I know. recycle it. And I know. there it was, boom, you know. Let me tell you this story. There's a comedian, Jackie and I both knew him, may he rest in peace, Chris Rush, a terrifically popular comedian in the 80s and 90s and beyond with a famous first album named First Rush. He was on stage in the village, and I think it was the bitter end. And he, in those days, used to go up on stage in a tracksuit because it made him look slender. Yeah, right. And he, yeah, he was like he, two feet tall, yeah, three <laughs> feet wide, you know. <laughs> and he would, he went up, and before he even started his act, uh, he took out one of those long cigars, maybe a tipperillo, and, and he takes out his lighter, and he's going to light it, and <laughs> the lighter won't work. The lighter won't work. And he goes, damn, damn Japanese lighters. And at that moment, an Asian man in the audience stands up, walks out on stage, takes out his lighter, and lights Chris's cigar. And without missing a beat, Chris Rush looked at the crowd and goes, now that's what I call a warranty. <laughs> That, wow. That, oh, man. Wow. That, <coughs> I love it. Just. I love just it. Just classic, classic, classic. You know, and one of my bits came from real life. What do you do for a living? And a guy said, I disinfect bowling shoes. 
Now that's a fastball down the plate for a comedian. Uh, but before I could say anything, <laughs> I, I disinfect bowling shoes. Uh, I turned to the guy next to him and I said, well, uh, well, what do you do? And he goes, I'm his assistant. You know, <laughs> unbelievable. I mean, uh, these things, sometimes the audience, and I say it when it happens because I love it because a laugh is a laugh. I don't care <laughs> if I get it or they get it. Of course, of uh, course. You know, I hate when the audience is funnier than me, but it's okay because a laugh is a laugh. And uh, just if, we, if I tell this to young comedians starting out, just relax. You have the mic. You have the advantage. The audience is on your side. Just react normally, and you're going to win. They, they want you to do they, well. That you're going to win in any exchange with a heckler. And most hecklers, by far, are friendly. How many times, Jackie, have you finished a show and somebody comes up to you afterwards and goes, Hey, I helped you out, huh? I no, helped you yeah, out. You know, I help that's, you out? That is the hell of it, you know? Yeah. And yeah. sometimes in the early days, you know, uh, I actually had an argument with a guy uh, in uh, Washington, D.C. where the Marine, not, not Harriet Garvin's, but the Marine that booked the other place, and somebody heckled me a little bit, and I blah, 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 and finally you get to where you have to say, shut up. And afterwards, the guy came up and said, I helped you. I said, you don't understand. Yeah. We're not just talking up there. We're doing a Broadway play. Yeah. It's word for word for word. It's not like jump in whenever you feel like it. And the guy was like, what are you talking about? You're just doing jokes, and we're there to have fun. I said, no, it's a Broadway play. And the guy, you know, sometimes you just can't get through to the guy. But in the early days, you know, it was a little wilder and woolier. I'll tell you something that happens. This wasn't a heckle. When me and Bates, the guy who taught me guitar, started playing in high school, we were so bad. <coughs> so, so horrible. And we got a job at a place in Northport. And it was a long, thin bar. Uh, you know, yes. bar room place. And the bar went along the side. And there's a little stage here. So there's barely room to walk between the stage and the seats. You know, it's, that's where it's set up. And we get there, and the two of us are on stage with our guitars. And there's like one guy sitting at the bar. And the bartender. But you got to start playing or she's not going to get paid. And Bates, from the time we started, had his certain lines that he would say no matter what. You know, I thought I heard applause, but it was just somebody in the corner slapping their heads to keep awake. <laughs> you know, uh, we had a yeah. request, but we're going to keep on playing. You know, <laughs> we had a request, but the microphones won't fit. You know, it was, and it would save our lines because the place is empty. So we play a song, and I swear to you this is true, we play a song with just the one guy and the bartender, and Bates goes, let's hear it for the one-legged tap dancer. <laughs> the guy at the bar turns to us, he's got one arm, and he says, you want to take it a little easy on the one-limb jokes? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to die. I laughed so hard. Obviously, the guy that said, Bates, I can still see the red oh. coming up like a thermometer. Oh, it's just, I mean, what are the odds of something like that, you know? Ah, oh, this has been so much fun. We have a lot more. I want to tell a story about when I was booked on an airline to do stand-up comedy. Is that next time? That's next time. I'm Jackie Marlin, and this is Peter Bales. This is Sam Stand Up Memories, and we hope you'll watch every show.
Hey, a new episode of Stand Up Memories every Wednesday. How exciting is that? It's starring me, Peter Bales, and right here, Jackie the Joke Man Martin. Please follow us on social media. Search it out. What is it? MySpace? MySpace? Your space? TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Do da, do da. <laughs> <laughs>